Welcome back to the secret of a successful life series. In our last episode, we noticed the reactions to Oscar McIntosh becoming a prisoner of war in the Korean War. Not only was it difficult for Oscar, his parents and those who cared about him back home were heartbroken about the news. In this episode titled, I Know Your Dad, Oscar is about to receive some unexpected encouragement from a fellow prisoner in the camp. Looking over the new camp, the recent arrivals started to share their first impressions of the place that would be their home for the next few years. This is not what I would expect for a prison camp, Private Malone gloomily expressed. You're right, Malone. I thought they would have barbed wire fences with gates, guard dogs, and barracks for us to live in, Soldier Wilbur replied. We didn't think it would be a five-star hotel, but this is not what I thought it would be either, Corporal McIntosh added. While the men started to look over their new living arrangements, a tall, older man walked up to the new arrivals and, with a Scottish brogue, said, I'm looking for a Corporal McIntosh. Any of you fine men know where I might find the lad? Looking at the older American soldier, Oscar said, Sir, that would be me. I'm Corporal McIntosh, U.S. Army. Reaching out to shake his hand, the older man said, So very glad to meet you. I heard from some of the other men that arrived with you that you were in the group. I served with your dad in the last war. My name is Father Matheny. I heard my dad speak about you. Let me guess. Your dad said how he would not call me father since I'm a Catholic priest because your Bible says to call no man father. Oscar replied, Yes, I heard that story, but I also heard that he had the greatest respect for you. Yes, my boy, your dad said he would not call me father, but he would call me padre. When your dad was wounded at Okinawa, I visited him at the hospital ship. I had the greatest respect for him. He told me about you and the other members of his family. Son, you are dearly loved by your family. I know you will be a great blessing to the men in this camp because of the family you were raised in. Why, thank you, Padre. Dad spoke a lot about you. He told how in the darkest days after he was wounded, you came by to visit him often, and that gave him hope. Dad has great respect for you. Let me say, Padre, I did not expect to see you here. Well, son, I believe a chaplain's job is to be with the men, and in that I was captured along with the men I was ministering to. Like you, we had to march a difficult distance to get to this place. Oscar, if I may call you by your first given name, I believe the good Lord will use the both of us to serve him in this camp. With a hushed voice, Oscar said, Padre, let me show you something. Looking both ways to see if they were being watched by guards, Oscar proceeded to lift his shirt. Tucked inside 
was his pocket New Testament. Padre, Dad and Mom gave this Bible to me before I left for the Army. I could not bear to hand it over when the Commandant demanded we turn over all religious books. I'm not the preacher my dad is or the servant that you are, but if I can help share the hope of God in this place, well, just count me in. I see that you are resourceful, just like your dad. Yes, that Bible will be of great use here. Oscar, there are many things you can do to help with the men here. For one thing, I noticed that you did not refer to the camp commandant by his American name. As evil as he is, I just do not believe the good Lord would have us to refer to him in that way. Son, you will find that your faith in the Lord will help you find hope in the darkest of days here. Before I leave, let me say that one of the important jobs we will have here is to keep our men from attempting any escapes. Let me explain. You see, there are no gates or fences. People can walk in and out. It might seem like we could just slip out of the camp during the night and no one could catch them. But Oscar, our men have to understand that there is nowhere for them to go if they do escape. Since they are visibly Americans, everyone in the area will know who they are. There's almost no chance in being able to get to our lines alive. Another thing, I've heard reports that if a soldier does escape and is then captured, the camp commandant will give the man punishment. However, that will not stop there. The order will be given for the most well-liked man in the camp to be killed because of the escape attempt. Oscar, we have to help our men understand the seriousness of the situation. I truly believe God placed us here to help others find hope and strength from the good Lord. Padre, you can count on me to help any way I can. I realize the Lord will not abandon us here. Patting Oscar on the shoulder, Padre Matheny said, Oscar, your dad would be so proud of you, and I know that our Heavenly Father is most proud of you as well. I must be going, but I will see you soon. After the Padre walked away, those around Oscar said, What was all that about, Macintosh? As you know, my dad is a preacher. In the last war, dad joined up to serve as a chaplain. He was wounded at the Battle of Okinawa and was in serious condition for a while. The padre here made a point to visit dad every day and offer encouragement to him. In his darkest times, that man was there to help him. I've heard many stories about him. You know, guys, just seeing him here makes me feel a little closer to home right now. We might be in a hellhole in this camp, but God is going to see us through it. I just know he will. Guys, I needed that encouragement today and see how God sent us hope. Back in Iowa, the parents of Oscar were about to find some encouragement in the mail. Rushing into the parsonage, Harry said, Clara, there's something in today's mail that we need to see.
Quickly, leaving the kitchen, Clara met Harry in the living room and said, Harry, what is it? A letter from General Thompson. It must be some more information about Oscar. Sitting down on the sofa, Harry opened the letter while Clara anxiously looked on. Dear Harry and Mrs. McIntosh, I promised that I would keep you informed of any new developments about your son Oscar. Our Air Force pilots have reported seeing a new prisoner of war camp located on the North Korea and Chinese border. We have reason to believe that your son Oscar is being held there. Our pictures taken from the planes reveal that the camp does not have gates like prison camps in the last war, but it is difficult for our men to escape since the native people would easily recognize them. I've just learned that an old friend of ours, Chaplain Matheny, has also been captured and has been placed in the same camp. I know that the Padre will be looking Oscar up, and the two will be good for each other. That is the latest information I have for you. My deepest concern and prayers go out for you and your son. I would recommend that you attempt to reach your son via the International Red Cross. With kindest regards, General Thompson, U.S. Army. Folding the letter back into the envelope, Harry looked at Clara and said, Do you remember me telling about the Catholic chaplain that stopped to see me every day after I was wounded at Okinawa? That man gave me hope and encouragement in a very dark time. I told him I would not call him father and why. He took it all in good nature and suggested I call him Padre. So I did. I know he will be a good encourager for our Oscar. Looking at Harry, Clara said, And honey, our son will be a good encourager for him. Kneeling together on the floor, Harry and Clara thanked the Lord for this new form of encouragement, not only for Oscar, but for them. They prayed for strength to face the concerns they had, and they also thanked God for General Thompson, who went out of his way to inform them about Oscar and Padre Matheny. Hearing an old farm truck pull up to the Parsonage driveway, Clara looked out the front window and said out loud, Good! Minnie got my message about Oscar. I'm glad that she came. I enjoy visiting with that girl. Now, Mother, you wouldn't be trying your hand at matchmaking, would you? Harry, what on earth are you talking about? Besides, we can never have enough good friends, and this young lady wants to encourage our son. The way I look at it, that's a good thing. You're right, my love. I'll get the door. Come on in, Minnie. Clara and I were just discussing how glad we are that you stopped by. Thank you, Harry. I wanted to learn what you had to say about Oscar and how I can write to him. Have a seat on the sofa, Minnie. Harry and I have been thinking about the best ways to help Oscar. Clara, I'm anxious to see what I can do. Minnie, in the last war, I was a chaplain in the Pacific War. When our family sent me letters or packages, they would arrive about three weeks later. Harry, tell about the cookies we sent you. Yes, when Clara and the children sent me cookies, 
they made for my birthday or Christmas or other times. By the time they arrived, they, how can I politely say this? They were hard as rocks and in crumbled chunks. But it meant the world to me. I'm so glad my family cared enough to make the effort to send the packages. So with that thought in mind, Claire and I think it's wonderful that you want to send baked goods to Oscar. There are some things you should be aware of, though. With a puzzled look, the young woman said, What kind of things, Mr. McIntosh? While Clara and the children sent me letters and food items, they were sent through the American mail. However, when we or you send letters and packages to Oscar in an enemy prison camp, there's no guarantee that he will even get them. What is to say that the prison leaders will not read his mail to taunt him and demoralize him if they can. They might even steal the things we send to him. Then maybe I should not send anything at all. I just hoped that I could help Oscar by doing this. Looking at Minnie, Clara said, Minnie, we think it would be good for you to write Oscar and send packages as you feel the Lord leads you. We just want you to be aware that what you send could possibly be used to hurt Oscar. What my wife is trying to say, Minnie, is go ahead and send those things. We just think it would be best if everyone is careful so the prison leadership does not use what we send as something to hurt Oscar. Harry, my dad tells how the Japanese treated the prisoners worse than the Germans treated POWs in the last war. Do you think that the Chinese and Koreans will be like that also? Minnie, you are a smart girl. Clara and I have not discussed this, but yes, I think you're right. Now, part of the reason our soldiers were not treated very well was because those nations were so strapped with the war that they could hardly feed their own people let alone feeding prisoners of war, who they looked at as people who were trying to destroy their nations. Now, those countries are our friends. It just goes to show what caring about others can do. So, good food might be something Oscar could really use. Minnie, we think you are right. We also know that news from home is very important. So, Oscar can use all the mail that can reach him. Thank you, Clara. I'll get started on a package and letter for Oscar. I'll be praying that the Lord will make sure the letters get through to Oscar. Minnie, Clara and I think your concern is great. Just be aware that while Oscar might receive part or all of his mail, well, he might not be in a position to reply. Don't be discouraged if you don't get an answer. Regardless, we are sure that Oscar will appreciate your concern and it will be a great encouragement. So when we write, we have to be aware that prison leaders more than likely will be reading his mail and stealing his food from home. Harry, I will take this into consideration when I write. Well, I have to be going. Daddy will need his pickup soon, so I'd better be going. 
While Minnie was walking out of the house, Clara said, Minnie, we enjoyed the visit. Come back anytime. Goodbye for now. In the next chapter titled, Even Stressful Times Can Have Joy, we will notice how the POWs and the people back home are working to find hope in stressful times. We invite you to listen to this podcast.